This is the Out of State Hunter podcast. I'm your host, Chad Riker, and today we're going to be talking about my application strategy. So what is my plan for hunting the West this year? How do I apply? What do I do, right? We're going to go through what I do for my application plan. Okay, the first thing I really want to touch on is some upcoming and important dates. I think it's that time of year where it's really good to have reminders. So we're going to touch some of these important dates. And I will tell you up front where I go when I need to look at upcoming and important dates is I go to Go Hunt, right? Go Hunt is a great resource for all kinds of information. But one thing that I find of value, all of it is valuable. But one thing is they have a dates and deadlines page. And I find myself this time of year during application season looking at that a lot more often than I do in say June or July. So that's what I'm going to use right now to touch some of these important dates and deadlines. And the first thing I want to talk about Wyoming draw for 2024. That's today. That deadline is today. So it opened up on January the 2nd and it closes on January the 31st at 1159 PM mountain time. So it closes today. If you're listening to this right now, you can still apply for Wyoming. I would suggest you go back and listen to the podcast that I did previous to this one with Jaden Bales. And we talk a lot about the changes that happened in Wyoming this year for elk and um, some of the draw process. Now, I do want to say I, I should clarify the dead, today's deadline is for Wyoming non-resident elk and turkey. Okay. Residents, it's still open for residents. Deer is coming up later. Antelope is coming up later. January 31st today is the deadline for Wyoming non-resident elk and turkey. Wyoming super tag, which is a pretty cool opportunity. It's basically a raffle that gives you opportunities to hunt several species, right? You, you'll have to read up on the super tag, but it's a pretty good opportunity and the super tag and super tag trifecta that also closes today. All right. So January 31st closed today. Um, sorry, I hesitated there because I was looking at when the date opened and you could actually start buying those last year in February, but it, either way, it doesn't matter when you could start buying them. It closes today for the super tag opportunities. All right, um, Nevada points only for 2024 is coming up. So if you only want to buy points in Nevada, that is on February the 5th, and that closes at 11 p.m. Pacific time. I'll probably be jumping in there to buy some points only. Arizona draw. So this one, I'm going to do a whole podcast on Arizona, probably be released here in a couple of days. will definitely be released before their deadline. But the Arizona elk and antelope closes on February the 6th. That one's important because it used to be Arizona closed on the second Tuesday of February. And then I think it's June for, for deer, but either way, it was the second Tuesday, which this year would have put that, um, normally it would have been the 13th, but they bumped it up a year. So this year it closes on February the 6th. That's a very important note. And if you're used to waiting till the last minute to apply for Arizona, then you, you hopefully you're listening to this and you get in there in time. And that is for Arizona elk and antelope. And then the deer draw comes later in the year. Colorado closes, uh, Colorado spring Turkey application closes on February the 7th 
Oregon black bear application closes on February the 10th. New Mexico black bear and turkey is February the 14th. And Idaho black bear controlled applications is February the 15th. All right, that's as far out as I'm going to go on those. Um, you can go into the that, again, that go hunt dates and deadlines and you can look at that. Most of those dates that I just listed off are approved and confirmed by Go Hunt. Um, there's a couple tentative. Those tentative ones, I don't expect them to shift too much. Um, okay. Uh, another great resource to go to is the state's game and fish or game, game agency website. That's where I go for a lot of my information. However, when I'm looking at trying to consolidate a lot of states at once, I usually go to Go Hunt for that information. All right, so we got dates and deadlines out of the way. Hopefully, everybody's able to take advantage of some of those that I just listed. And I will go over in another week or so, I'll touch base on some more of those uh, dates and deadlines. All right, let's get into my application strategy. This is what I do. This is what works for me. I don't expect you to follow this, and I certainly don't want you to... Like if you don't draw something, don't blame that on me. There's all kinds of different resources out there. I'm just telling you what I do and how I do it so that you can get a, um, you can get an idea of kind of how you want to manage your states or how you might, might look at that in the future. Uh, every state is different. So I definitely want to touch base on that. All the closing dates are different. We just went over some of that stuff. Every single state is different. So you, if you are really applying in several different states, then I highly recommend that you look at those rules and regulations or listen to some out-of-state hunter podcasts from last year. Um, we touched all of the Western states. I had them come on. I had people from the state game agencies that came on, and we talked about the rules, the regulations. We talked about important dates and deadlines, how that draw process worked. So I would encourage you to get in and either listen to some of those shows or do a lot of that legwork yourself and read those game agency web um, proclamations, regulations, whatever you want to call it. So some of the information has changed, right? Um, some of these states have changed. For example, I just talked in, in length, well, sort of short length about Arizona changing their um, closing date. That's, that's a huge change to me because there are a lot of people that wait until that last minute of Arizona. They have it marked on their calendars. And if they are going off of history and they're doing that second Tuesday, wrong. You're going to miss the draw. So February the 6th this year. Um, go back. So if you're going to apply for Wyoming, you better do that quick, but I would encourage you to go back and listen to those changes that we did with Jaden, uh, Jaden Bales from hunts West and our hunt West. And then, um, there was some other changes too in Wyoming, uh, other changes. So the cost of the, uh, shoot, what's it called? The cost of the limited entry tag changed. And then now, some of the general tags are going to be by region instead of by unit. So that's something that you'll want to look at also. Okay, this is my strategy, right? This is where, how I apply, and this is what I do. So I apply in, well, really I apply in three states, but there's four or five 
there's a few states that I buy points in. There's a few states that I, I'm buying points in because I'm looking at years from now on where I want to hunt, and I'm trying to put myself in the right position for that. Um, like Nevada, I mentioned Nevada. I'm going to jump in, buy a couple of points for deer, elk, uh, deer and elk, and I, then I know that I think I've got two already, but I'm just going to start to accumulate some points or maybe burn those in a general type of tag, general type of draw. But so for elk, um, this year was a little bit of a strange year. I have a work trip that I'm like 80, we'll call it 75% sure that I'm going to go on. And that work trip happens to be at the end of September. It's the last, it's the, the third week in September kind of a kind of a big week for the elk woods um i there's not really any getting around it i had the same trip last year and i was able to talk my way out of that and this year i was told no you're not getting out of it the only way you're getting out of it is um basically if they decide to cut the number of people that are supposed to go on that trip which i got my fingers crossed for that so anyway that i can't really apply for much in september for elk which is a little bit stressful but whatever it is what it is right and then i also have a conflict in early october that is going to prevent me from applying for any of the early october elk hunts so here in new mexico there's a few early october hunts that would be awesome the dates are perfect Sometimes they're still rutting and bugling and you're running around the woods with a rifle. So pretty amazing hunts there, but I won't be able to apply for those either. So this year was a little bit different. I had to kind of look outside of the elk rut. I had to look at some of those peripheral or some might call those um, fringe type of hunts, but that's what I had to do. So my idea for elk, my elk plan is here in my home state of New Mexico. I decided that I was going to swing for the fences, sort of speak. Um, most people would say swinging for the fences would be like a Gila mountains tag in the second archery, right? So you're hunting the end of September and you're hunting some of the best elk, elk country in the country. Right. Well, that some would say that's swinging for the fences, but in my case, for me, swinging for the fences was looking for the best elk hunts that I could in the later rifle seasons. So that's what I had to start to look at. So I'm looking at some of those late rifle seasons. Um, if I draw a tag, I, I should have time with, I should have the time available during the, that time of year. So I'm not too concerned about that. I have some pretty low draw odds on the applications that I put in for, uh, whatever it is, what it is, I'll figure it out. Arizona, I swing for the fences almost every year. Last year I drew a tag. So I burned my points last year and now I'm, I'm just down to two points in Arizona. I get the loyalty point and I get the hunter education point there. So I go into every draw with two points, but in Arizona, there's just not there, there is opportunity there and some of those late archery hunts, which that's, that's what I put in for, but I applied for some of the better late archery hunts that are out there, right? Looking for big bulls. And so my chances there are, are pretty low in Arizona, Colorado elk. I have a, I have several points in Colorado and I'm just not ready to burn those points. So for the last few years, I apply for a second choice tag. 
And if you know Colorado, um, awesome. You know what that means. If you don't know Colorado, you can buy a point for your first choice. Um, they have a special code that you put in and you're awarded a point. And then you put in a unit that you want to hunt for your second and third choice. And if you draw one of those, then you retain your points. So you don't have to burn your points, but you still pick up an elk tag. The odds are much lower than if I was to apply using my points and on my first choice. You can imagine why, right? They go, Colorado looks at everybody's first choice and then they come back around and they start looking at everybody's second choice. So the you're not really, your odds of drawing that second choice are much lower because many, many of those tags are pulled in the first um, in the first round, and then you come back to the second round, but there's still opportunity there. So you get to keep your points and you can apply for an elk tag. Now, one that I like, there's a late season, later season, Colorado has four different, uh, rifle seasons and there's a late, really late winter hunt, uh, fourth rifle season. And that's probably what I'll apply for. Again, the timing is right for me to get up there. It's it's around Thanksgiving. This year I think it falls around the third third and a half ish week of, of um November. So I would be able to go up and hunt that tag and get back for Thanksgiving. It was a couple of years ago I hunted that fourth season in for deer and it was during Thanksgiving, which was a, a conversation that I needed to have with my wife prior to that hunt, of course, when we had that conversation about, well, I'm going to miss Thanksgiving this year. And um, ultimately, I shot a buck on Thanksgiving Day, which was pretty cool. I shot a great buck on Thanksgiving Day. And then uh, moving on, so Wyoming, I will buy a point. I'll just buy another point this year. I didn't apply for that draw that was due today and, and I don't intend to draw or apply any time today. So I'm not going to apply for elk. Um, same go. I'll just say this here. Uh, same goes for deer and antelope. I don't intend to apply in Wyoming this year. I do intend to buy points. So that that's part of my plan. Let's move on. So deer, um, my deer plan is New Mexico so I applied for the best of the best. And in New Mexico, those are called quality high demand hunts. Or when you look in the regulation, they're QHD hunts. Almost all of my applications in New Mexico, I, I would venture to say 95% of them. My first choice is always QHD hunts. And that's because New Mexico looks at all three. They, they look at your three choices before they move on to the next applicant. So my first choice is always going to be the best of the best, whatever that is, in, in whatever season that I can hunt. So I find a really good quality hunt. I apply for that. My second choice is a good hunt. Might not be a quality HD, a QHD. Maybe it's just a quality hunt. Maybe it's just a high demand hunt. Uh, but I usually look for a decent hunt with, with um, decent draw odds in that second choice. And then my third choice is usually just something that has like 30, 40% type draw odds. Um, I've drawn a couple of good hunts like that. And, and I've drawn, I had a really good, really fun third choice hunt uh, three years ago and saw some great bucks. Didn't kill any great bucks. Didn't kill any bucks at all, but I did have a, a good hunt on with that. So that's kind of how I work all applications in New Mexico as I look for those QHD hunts for my first choice. And then I kind of go down from there. 
Arizona, I will buy a point. I can't apply for deer in Arizona, which is not until June, but I can't apply for deer because I killed a deer this calendar year. So I just got back from that coos deer hunt and I killed that in January of 2024. The way Arizona works, uh, uh, their deer is on a calendar year. So you can only take one deer per calendar year. And that means I can only buy a point. Uh, Colorado. So I'm looking at some later season rifle hunts and then maybe, maybe an early season archery hunt. We'll see how that goes. Me and my buddy, Andrew got some conversations that we're going to do about that. And, um, we'll, we'll see what happens in Colorado, that Colorado that doesn't open for their application doesn't open for a little bit. I'm trying to look back here at the go hunt really quick to so that Colorado draw doesn't open until March 1st, and then it closes April 2nd for all species. And that's tentative, so we'll see what happens there. But I have some time to kind of figure that out, figure out the Colorado. Okay. Antelope. Uh, antelope in New Mexico, it's very similar to my uh, deer plan. Except this year, because of the dates of the antelope hunts, I did put in a little bit more effort. In years past, I have just kind of randomly applied for the same, not, or I say randomly, but I, I have applied for the same things every year. And when I chose those like four or five years ago, whenever I started applying in New Mexico, I kind of just chose some random units. I left them on my, my hunt strategy plan that I have. And every year I just choose the same thing. I go into the proclamation. I, val I make sure the codes are the same. Uh, Cause you don't, you don't ever want to use the same codes year after year because those change each year each year they'll add hunt codes they'll change hunt codes and it moves things around so that's a little nugget inside of this podcast is you have to verify that your hunt codes are the same i do that in every state i go through and i look up those hunt codes every year um, so anyway i did that and um, this year i did a little bit more research and i looked around a little bit more because those dates do fit in my schedule better this year so there's, there's a early or there's a late August rifle hunt, which would work out great for me. And then there's, there's one in September, which doesn't work for me, but there's also an October hunt. And I was able to uh, uh, put in some applications for August and October. And those would work out great. Not great draw odds. There isn't anything that has excellent draw odds in New Mexico for antelope, especially for rifle. You get, if you, if you look at archery hunts, you start to look better your, your draw odds start to look a little bit better um it's just how it goes archery hunts there seems like there's always better draw odds arizona whatever happens happens man I, I do the same thing in arizona i apply for the same hunts year after year and it's really because they're just the best of the best they're, they're very very good quality hunts and in arizona the the and antelope hunting there is just hard they just don't have that many tags to issue and everybody applies for them. I already have my license because I apply for elk and I buy my coos deer tag or my, my over the counter tag, what my non-permit tag, whatever you want to call it. I buy that. So I already have the license. So it really only costs me 15 bucks and you never know. You may have a chance, right? Everybody has a chance in Arizona. Well, there, I have more to talk about with Arizona. And I think on, on Friday, I'm going to release a podcast that's all about the Arizona's draw process. Um, so we'll talk more about that for sure. And then in Colorado, I buy a point um, every year. I don't think I've ever applied for an antelope hunt in Colorado. However, I do buy the point 
And one of these years, I will we'll cash in on those points and I'll go up there and have a great Colorado antelope hunt. I just haven't really had the need or the time to do an antelope hunt up there. So, um, again, and then Wyoming, I, I will buy a point in Wyoming. That's the only states I, I really apply for right now is New Mexico, Arizona, and Colorado. I do have Wyoming points. I do have Nevada points, I have Utah points, and I have South Dakota points, but every year I just buy those points, and and one of these years when I feel like I'm in a spot where I can start to cash those in, then I'll really start looking at cashing them in and, and how to do that, but right now, that's the states I apply for, New Mexico, Arizona, and Colorado. Um, Idaho, I did pick up an over-the-counter tag last year on December 1st. So I do have a, um, an Idaho deer tag in my pocket already. However, I may, I probably am going to return that just because this year I have such limited time. And to dedicate the time to that Idaho tag, I think it'd probably be two days to drive up there, two days to drive home. I'd want to put five or six days or seven into the hunt. And before you know it, we're stacked up and we're almost two weeks into that hunt when I can focus my time and effort here. Hopefully, if I draw some stuff, I can focus that time and effort locally. And I know a lot of people here that hunt in New Mexico and hunt in Arizona. Uh, if they draw tags, then I'll be out helping them if I don't draw my own. So the reality of me getting to Idaho is slim to none. Well, it's none because I'm going to return that tag. You can return your Idaho tags, those Idaho over-the-counter tags for a small refund, uh, depending on the date that it breaks down. Some are 75%, some are 50%, and it just depends on the date when, whenever you return those. So that's my strategy. That's how I do it. And uh, hopefully that helps somebody or maybe it confused you even more. If it did confuse you even more, then please reach out to me um, at Out of State Hunter on Instagram and I'll try to clear up whatever mess I created for you. But um, that's what I do. And don't forget this podcast is brought to you by Kodiak Canvas, Marsupial Gear, Altera Arms, and go hunt. So make sure you check out all of those websites. Go hunt right now is going to be huge because it is the application strategy place. Those guys are releasing tons of information. They have their own podcast, tons of information. They're updating their strategy articles. All of that stuff is being updated as the, as the application season progresses and tons of great information over there. So, okay, I'm out of here.